You're listening to Matrimony. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Chris. This show is about managing your money. Happily ever after. Hi, husband. Hi. I forgot to look up a fun hello. Oh, I liked your just hi. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's different because I don't know if you've done that before. Probably not. So on this episode, we are sharing an update on life and our budget with one full-time income and our much lower childcare expenses. Mm -hmm. So we'll kind of get into all of that. Um, But first, what's your status update? How are you doing? I'm doing great. Yeah? I'm enjoying life. Our nice. semester is starting just this uh, just this week, That's and right. so we're about to get back into the swing, which will be interesting because I feel like we'll start to see what all the things we're talking about, how it fits with right. me in the full swing of the semester. Right, because you haven't been super busy this summer. Work is a little bit more relaxed for you. So, mm. Well, it's been busy, but it's been flexible. Gotcha. Now there's going to be more meetings and all of those things. Gotcha. But, um, but my status update is... Not meant to be braggy, but I just want to talk about how fun it is to have an e-bike <laughs> and would encourage anybody who wants to actively commute to consider an e-bike. I am biking all over the world. <laughs> <laughs> um, I spend incredible amounts of time on it. And it's just like the fitness comes without you thinking about it because you have to get from A to B and it's yeah. so much fun. Um, well, you do have to think about it just in terms of hydrating and bringing enough food and all of that stuff. I mean, you are <laughs> taking some pretty massive treks. Well, it's true. I guess if you, uh, if you're going to do it consistently, you have to, you do have to think through a system, which you helped me do. Mm-hmm. Um, and we posted some pictures on Instagram of what my system looks like in my mm-hmm. office to support it. But, um, after you do that one time, you kind of have it figured out yeah. and then you just have to prep day of to go. Yeah. But it's so great. It's, um, it's just nice to build your fitness into your everyday life. And then. So yeah. what is your biking routine right now? Like how far are you going? How often are you doing it? I bike 20 to 30 miles one way. <laughs> <laughs> so you do have to plan for the morning um, to make sure you can time it all. But basically the night before I pack my bike bag and that includes potentially some clothes, potentially some food and then uh, toiletries if I need it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm going to one campus where I mm-hmm. don't have a physical office, mm-hmm. if I'm going to the downtown Phoenix campus where I have my office, you help me set up. I've got all my toiletries. I've got like a drying rack. My computer is already there. I've got food stocked. Mm-hmm. So I don't need to pack all those things. It was very fun to get all of yeah. that set up. I love, I loved thinking through all of that and getting you all set up. That's like one of my favorite things to do. And people love the office. I've got like <laughs> this discreet drying rack with there's a um you hung a tension rod with uh-huh. a, a mini curtain. curtain in front of it um and I, I so i have everything there so actually packing wise it's easier to go to phoenix even though that's farther. 10 miles farther uh-huh. but it's a combination so i figured out i can bike out even in the, the worst heat of the summer usually except for like a couple weeks there mm-hmm. i can bike out either to tempe 20 miles or to phoenix 30 miles and then usually take a bus or something back if i'm in tempe most of the time, I've actually biked back because that's mm-hmm. short enough distance. Phoenix, I got to take the bike, mm-hmm. the bus. And the other thing that you're doing is sometimes on your way, like this morning, on your way to Phoenix, first you biked to the gym and you worked out. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, heavy lifting day. So here's the thing. 
We do not give ourselves enough credit for how much change we can dramatically make in our lives, and we don't give ourselves enough credit for how much our bodies can take and mm. adapt to physical activity. Mm. And the thing with biking is it's not really, it's, you know, it's labor. You got a bike, it's, it's work, but mm-hmm. it's not super hard on your body because mm-hmm. it's smooth. There's not a lot of pounding. So mm-hmm. I feel like it's actually ideal to do that as cardio and then go lift heavy weight in the gym mm-hmm. and then keep on biking because it's not like you're, your body doesn't feel just abused and beat up. So yeah. it's it's just the best form of cardiovascular activity, I feel like. Awesome. <laughs> I wish we could compile uh, like sound bites of all of your different like health and fitness phases <laughs> that you've gone through on this show. Uh-huh. <laughs> and nothing is radically different. Like it's not like you've gone through these like fads, mm-hmm. you know, and it was like an all protein diet and now you know or whatever it is like the basic advice is the same but it's just Mm -hmm. interesting how it's just gone cycled through kind of different variants over the years that we've been talking about this and sharing it with people it's just funny i definitely need variety i can't stick with the same thing for too long yeah and i am totally the opposite like when i find what i like i have the same classes i go to just every week just I thrive on consistency. That's so funny. Yeah. Okay. What's your update? So my update is just that I feel like we are settling into the school year routine. Both Mm -hmm. boys have started school now and it just feels that we are, have finally kind of arrived and maybe we will even more so once your semester starts. Just, I think that we and I had been envisioning this exact time mm-hmm. for a very long time. Yep. For a while, it was just this kind of amorphous, okay, we know that Dash will eventually go to kindergarten, and wouldn't it be great if we had the flexibility that one of us could be picking him up from school? We're not really sure how that's going to work out, but, you know, and as we started getting closer and closer, kind of talking about it more seriously, and then finally making the plans that we did, and just with other factors that we've talked about on previous episodes with making a plan for me to quit my job, and then, you know, then when we had that plan, I could kind of envision, okay, well, I'm going to be taking them to school and picking them up and Mm -hmm. I'm going to have this time to work on my writing and work on my own projects and anyway and so it's just incredible that it's all come to fruition and it's as amazing as (laughs) I had envisioned it to be it's all awesome and it just feels really really good um So yeah, just kind of settling into that routine. I have blocked out some writing time during my week when Cedric is at preschool and I'm just really enjoying that and it feels really good. And I'm just trying to think back, especially to last year when I feel like often my status updates on the show are just that I was just feeling stretched so thin Mm -hmm. and feeling so busy and this is just the complete counter to that. Mm -hmm. And I'm just very happy to be enjoying that difference Mm -hmm. now. And Mm -hmm. I don't expect life to always be like this. Things will, you know, speed up and get busier and whatnot, but I'm just really savoring it right now. And we're going to talk a little bit about this, but it does bleed throughout the rest of our lives. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In a good way. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. Let's move on to home economics. 
on the home economics front, we've had two really big changes that in the past several months that directly impact our day-to-day and our budget. Yep. So in April, I quit my full-time job and gave up a $57,000 salary. So that was a big change. (laughs) And then just recently, as we mentioned, our oldest son started kindergarten at our neighborhood public school and our youngest is going to preschool at the same school a few days a week. And that has drastically reduced our childcare expenses. Yeah. So when you were working full-time and both boys were in childcare full-time, so we were paying about $1,800 $1,800 a month for daycare on average. It was up and down depending on the number of weeks in the month. Um, but now with part-time preschool, because Dash is kindergarten, that's free. And yep. so the preschool um, is the only thing we're paying for. And that's basically about $350 or $400 a month. Oh total. my gosh. So massive difference in the cost. Yes. So we had a big decrease in income, but then also a big decrease in like one of our biggest expenses. That was a bigger expense than our mortgage, right? Yeah, that was the biggest line item in our budget. And so your your take-home income was about $36,000 after taxes, retirement, all okay. of that. And um, the decrease in expenses is about $21,000 when wow. you add up all the daycare over the course of the year. Wow. So there's a discrepancy there, but right. yeah. Right. Big reduction in cost. Interesting. Okay. So let's kind of talk about how we've adapted our budget around these changes. And it's interesting that you mentioned like what that discrepancy really is, it's in the grand scheme of things, it's not that big of a difference. Um, And honestly, I feel like our day-to-day budget hasn't felt very different. And in fact, I think we've enjoyed quite a spendy summer. Oh yeah. Well, a spendy year. (laughs) Yes. We did, however, declare, I'll say again, that's a year of spending and we are living up to that. Yeah. (laughs) But, but see, so here's the thing, and this is why it hasn't really felt any different. Mm -hmm because it's not actually all that different other than our savings rate. And because we're not saving, really, we're not trying to save this year, there's no difference to be noticed. Gotcha. (laughs) Except for maybe how much money we could actually spend, I guess. But so just to give context, as of a year ago, we were taking home, literally just a year ago, we were taking home about a combined $8,400 a month. So that was our, our net income. But then if you adjust that for what I was, this is before, okay, before I took on administrative duties, which gate, which paid me in the summertime. Right. So as of a year ago, I didn't have summer work mm, consistently. Guaranteed. And so, yeah, I was on a nine month contract. But um, if you adjust that number for what I was saving back for the summer, when I used to be in that old nine month contract, it was more like $7,500 a mm-hmm. month was the money we had to use mm-hmm. within the month. This year, um, now that I'm on a 12-month contract and my salary went up because of it and all these things, we take home about $6,850 a month. Mm-hmm. So $7,500 minus $6,850, we're looking at less than $700 difference. Mm-hmm. Now, we were already saving between $1,500 and $2,000 a month mm-hmm. back then. Mm-hmm. And so we can still save you know, $1,000 or more every month now. Mm-hmm but we haven't been trying to because we've been spending on big projects and things like mm-hmm. that. So the difference is there. It's just right. not in, in like, you our, don't really feel it in the day to day. And yeah. it's a little bit dangerous, honestly, like if we weren't <laughs> tracking the money carefully, I think, and had had the ultimate goal of getting back to savings, like it has been nice to be able to spend money on things that we've been talking about doing like we're going to do these yard updates i feel like we've been talking about that for a long time 
this is a this is a struggle. We will finally eventually do them. But anyway, it's just nice to be able to you know be putting money towards those things and whatnot. Um, but I do just at the like ultimately though I want the default to be savings. So it is a little uncomfortable for me that we're not there. But it just I guess it makes me all makes me feel a little bit better that for both of us, I think the the default setting is savings. Mm -hmm. And so I feel confident that we will return to that because we also have already established the habits and the practices that we know help us get into that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think if we, if we weren't watching this really closely, I mean, it could be very easy to just spend up to our means, Yeah, yeah. you know, and, and it just makes me think that that's where if if you don't have a budget and you're not watching it, just how easy it is to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And of course, uh, even though the mindset is there, we will return to it, to it when we're ready. But of course, we are still saving because, you know, my retirement is built it's in. True. Um, we do put little bits towards the kids 529s and mm-hmm. an IRA. So there's little bits that are going on. And then the big chunk, which is my my retirement so that all just continues to hum along in the background yeah. anyway. Yeah. And it's been, so it's, in other words, I guess it's been easy for me to be okay with this temporary mm. reprieve from saving so much gotcha. because that's all happening. And because we still have the property that we invested in, right. which was a big, it was part of our, I guess, kind of part of our spendy year mm-hmm. is that we bought that. Yeah. Um, and we still have money in our Vanguard. So it's not like we just completely right. got rid of all that. Yeah. Um, so we still have pots of money that we, it's, we won't have to start from scratch, mm-hmm. I guess, in the end. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. So let's talk a little bit about everyday life. What are some of the changes that you've noticed about life now compared to before? There are two things for me um, in my situation because I'm having to go to, to work every day. Right. The thing that sucked so much is that we had to be in a rush all the time. Every day, mm. one of us was like, we got to go, we got to go, we got to go. Get your clothes on, get your shoes on, blah, yeah. blah, blah. All of that. And yeah. it was horrible. I mean, well, it wasn't horrible. It was just the way life was. But You always you kind know. of felt a little guilty about it or yeah. just, you know. It wasn't the ideal. You don't want your kids remembering just feeling rushed all the time. Right. Um, now we don't do that as much. Mm-hmm. It still happens, of course. You know, there are just those days, especially days when I need to be in the car to get mm-hmm. to, say, the light rail or something. That's right. Those, That's when those, those have happen. been the times that it's been a little trickier. But because I can hop on the bike... Um, and or and I have been carpooling with a colleague as well. Uh, it just that rush is removed, mm-hmm. and the kids go a hint later to mm-hmm. school than, yeah. than you know. And they don't have to. to. They don't have to be in the car to go to school. Yeah, so the car time is down, and I just feel like that's priceless. Yeah, uh, and the rushing is way way diminished, which mm-hmm. also I think is is really priceless. Mm-hmm. But the major thing for me is I I can get on the bike, and mm-hmm. I can get on the bike at like. 4.30 in the morning like I did this morning. Whenever you need to go. Yeah, or like 6 o'clock or 6.30. Whenever I need to leave, I can just hop on the bike and go. And it's because I know you're holding down the fort here and you've, you're managing the boys and everything. So I don't want to miss that time. But if I do have to miss that time, it's not like it's an awful rush. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's there's mm-hmm. still plenty of quality time to be had, even mm-hmm. if I'm not having it at mm-hmm. the moment, I guess. If that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> you can enjoy the quality time that I'm having at home. <laughs> I like that. Everything is more fluid and flexible mm. in the end. Yeah. Is what I mean. Interesting. So it's so interesting that such a big component of that is something that we hadn't planned for, which was you getting an e-bike, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like that's interesting that that's 
that's a big component of it for you too. Yeah. Well, it's like an extension of, it's something we have talked about on the podcast before, but the idea that the, essentially the division of labor that would occur mm-hmm. would make it feel easier for me if I had to be gone, you know, to, to go to work and mm-hmm. to, if I have to ha- spend a, a later night at work, mm-hmm. um, or I'm missing time with the boys or I have to leave earlier in the morning, whatever it is, mm-hmm. feels, uh, less bad mm. somehow because I know that that everything is taken care of gotcha. here and you've got it covered and they're having quality time with you. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it just somehow feels less stressful that way. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah that totally makes sense. Um, so like I said, just the slower pace of life and like you mentioned is just drastic. Mm-hmm. And something that's interesting that I was talking to you about is I think that it might be the experience for some people that when school starts for their kids, that kind of ramps up the pace of life. And that could be for a lot of reasons. Like maybe then you have this other place to drop off and pick up and, um, you know, just all of these different things for us. It just was so interesting and it's partly luck of where we bought our house with no, we were not thinking about schools at all. We bought our house nine years ago and just were not even thinking about schools. We should have Mm -hmm. been, but it turned out just to be great anyway. Um, so anyway, partly luck and partly by design, the luck just happened to luck into this neighborhood where school is half a mile away and we can bike to and from school Mm -hmm. every day. And then partly by design, just that we made plans and I was able to quit my full-time job. Um, but anyway, so I actually have felt like since school started, the pace of our life has just slowed down. And that's even in contrast to this summer when I still wasn't working, but when the boys were at their previous childcare mm-hmm. and preschool, just because that was really a solid 15 to 20 minute drive each way. And so any day that they would be at preschool this summer, I was making that trip to from twice in a day. So there was just a lot of car time. Um, And I think often I was picking them up later because I was just trying to get stuff around the house. Mm -hmm. So I was not picking them up until four or four 30. Now we're home from school at three. Mm -hmm. And I mean, there's just three hours before we even have to, think about putting on pajamas and so yeah it is it is just very very different I often will look at the clock around 5 40 and just kind of notice what we're doing and the just kind of what's going on in the house because that used to be when we were walking in the door Mm -hmm. and trying to just start our evening Mm -hmm. and so it definitely is just a really a really big change well think about it from like the boys perspective even if you had been home in the summertime and you had a day where you just didn't do anything, mm-hmm. which you didn't ever have a day like that. <laughs> but let's imagine you did still when you pick up the boys at five or whatever it was and bring them home, there's still like an hour and a half to two hours of, okay, get in, wash your hands, take your shoes off, right. get dinner ready, eat dinner, get yeah. ready for bed, bed. Yeah. You know, so it, there was still the rush built in from their mm. perspective. Right. There was kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's gone. Yeah, it is for the most part, at least for now. Um, and just more generally, I have just felt a lot happier. I mean, I was I was still happy before. I think it's just a deeper contentment mm-hmm. because um, 
I think my days are just more fulfilling to mm-hmm. me now mm-hmm. than they than they were previously. I definitely feel like I have more energy. And the other thing I've noticed is that I just feel like I'm worrying less overall. Mm-hmm. I'm a little bit of a worrier. I try to manage it. Um, kind of managing my news intake, things like that have helped, but I I don't know. It's just kind of interesting. I think I'm just kind of in a better place overall, and my mind doesn't seem to be defaulting as much to just what can I worry about today. So mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. has been nice. Um, as you kind of mentioned, just driving a lot less and not as far. I am still driving because I'll go run errands and stuff, but... Um, but there are definitely days when I don't drive at all, or it's just mm-hmm. nice that I don't have to. Yeah. The things that I have to do during the day are take the boys to and from school, and I can do that without getting in a car. And so that just feels really great. I mean, I, that's quantifiable to me. So like an hour to an hour and a half of mandatory car time mm-hmm. eliminated, mm-hmm. replaced with, you know, maybe an aggregate 20 to 30 minutes mm-hmm. of bike time mm-hmm. in your neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> It's just like, I just think that's gold. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very, very nice. So another change that is also, I think, significant is I am doing a lot more housework and mm-hmm. things around the house. <laughs> yeah. And so it's just interesting. Um, and I kind of thought it would be that way because I'm home more, you know, and I think we did have conversations about, you know, I would like to be able to do some more of those things when I have the time so that when you're home from work, we can just enjoy time as a family together. And yeah, it is just kind of interesting. I am just aware of gender roles and what I've always really loved about our relationship is that I've always felt like we were very equal partners, especially in parenting Mm -hmm. and in things around the house. And so it'll just be kind of interesting going forward because I do still feel like an equal partner and I want to, but then it does, you know, it is just easier for me to take care of things like that, just home administrative stuff mm-hmm. when the boys aren't here and when I have time during the day. So it's just kind of interesting. And I also just very much for the boys to want it to be modeled to them that we both, you know, do things around the house. And I think they do see that, um, you know, anyway, but just a kind of interesting change that before I almost didn't really have to think about it because we were just doing everything together. Or honestly, a lot of times I felt like you were doing more than me. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, just kind of a, kind of a change, but, um, What's interesting, too, is that one of the reasons why I like it so much is I just love being in control Mm -hmm. of the ways that things are done Mm -hmm. and making them optimally efficient. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's very satisfying to me. And I think now that I'm actually able to like live out my standard of how I want things done around the house. Uh (laughs) (laughs) It is satisfying to have the energy to do those things. Yeah. So, and so I come at it from like a very kind of post feminist perspective. Uh Like I I actually just kind of don't care about the gender roles Uh and it's, it's more what's efficient is division of labor. Yeah. Who has the time and who's in the place to do the thing. Mm -hmm. Like in the morning, um, it used to be the case you know, I would get up with the boys. Maybe mm-hmm. you'd be getting ready for work. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'd empty the dishwasher and like put dishes away and generally kind of clean the kitchen mm-hmm. and that make sort the of thing. lunches, make their breakfasts. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and it doesn't operate that way anymore, but it's not because 
we, we happen to have fallen into, I guess, what is traditionally gender roles, like mm-hmm. the man working the woman at home, but who cares? Yeah. <laughs> it means nothing in terms of uh, importance or contribution or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just cool with it. it. Also, you get the most enjoyment out of it from in this way. Mm-hmm. So as long as I'm not like checking out and not folding laundry and, and not doing dishes or anything at all, is that I'm still contributing, then if it works out, then great. Yeah. Yeah. I think it just matters how both partners in the relationship feel, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. like if they're satisfied with the division of labor, or, you know, just kind of things like that. So anyway, mm-hmm. so yeah, right mm-hmm. now it's working just fine, but it's just kind of interesting that I've just been thinking about that. Like, oh, oh yeah, this is, it is kind of different now. Mm-hmm. Um, so how are you feeling about finances and our budget now that we are a one income family? I mean, I feel just fine. Um, you know, I, I guess there could be anxiety about the fact that, you know, all asset, assets are not deployed at the moment. And so mm. if somehow I were to lose my job, all of a sudden we would be income less. Right. But, you know, we, we I have a very secure job. I'm doing fine at it. And so there's no real concern mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel like we're any less financially secure mm-hmm. or any more at risk than we were before. Mm-hmm. We've marginalize the losses of, of your loss of income. So like, I just don't even think about it really in the end. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'm feeling really good overall too. I think that, you know, we planned for this big change for a while. We thought it would all work financially. And I guess it's just kind of reassuring to see that, you know, that the projected numbers seem to actually be working. Mm -hmm. Um, so there kind of wasn't as much, I, as many growing pains as getting used to it as I was kind of expecting. So yeah. I guess that's been nice. I, maybe the fact that we coupled it with a year of spending when we're not yeah. <laughs> saving as yeah. stringently as before has helped. Mm-hmm. So um, I do feel eager to get back to our savings, to our yeah, saving ways. And maybe that's going to come in honestly, really like our 2019 goals. We do still have a couple of bigger expenses like our yard updates, which we have been saving for, but they'll probably need to be a little bit more that we throw in at the time that we're getting them done. And we do need to buy plane tickets for a trip to the East Coast that you and I are going to take. And anyway, those are just always expensive. It's kind of hard to sit down and actually make those purchases mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> because, you know, they're going to be so much. But anyway. Yeah, but I mean, in the end, um, hopefully in 2019, you're probably right, 2019 when we start saving again, We'll have to get strict on a few things, mm-hmm. but we'll also be in a house that's been updated in a variety of ways that make yeah. us really happy. And, you know, our backyard will look nice and our front yard will look nice mm-hmm. and, and our backyard will be more usable, yeah. like all these things. And so actually it will have, we'll make good use of the the spending that we did, mm-hmm. hopefully to ease the burden of the restrictions we impose. Okay. All right. Okay. What about love notes? Well, I think just what we talked about, I want to thank you for taking on more housework because, I mean, that's it's kind of necessary um, in order for me to have the more flexibility to be mm-hmm. out and about working. Um, I would only I would really start to worry about it if it was impacting your ability to write because, mm-hmm. like, that's kind of the other half of this whole thing mm-hmm. is that you have the time to, to work on your creative projects. Mm-hmm. You're not actually unemployed. You're employing yourself in these yeah. projects, and so you have to be able to do that. And if it was impinging on that, that'd be a problem. But mm-hmm. so far it seems like everything is balanced and going okay. Yeah. 
Um, but I, yeah, but in the end, I just want to uh, thank you for that because that's what allows me to feel less burdened biking away and going to work <laughs> early in the morning and all awesome. that. Awesome. Can I give myself my own love note too? Sure. <laughs> I have made some really amazing dinners lately. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I've had a little bit more bandwidth. And one of my just favorite things to do is to cook a new recipe or to like cook from a recipe, like, you know, something that's a little bit more involved. And it has been so satisfying (laughs) and delicious to try out some new recipes this summer. Mm -hmm. And I just, I feel like I've been really bringing my A game. Yeah. Zesty zoodles tonight. It was delicious. <laughs> we'll have to include include the link in the show notes. That was mm-hmm. really, really good. Yeah. I was very proud. Um, so my love note to you is a new Sunday morning ritual that we have instituted. I'm calling it paper and pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we have been wanting for a while to start getting the Sunday paper again, the New York times, which we used to do all the time before we had kids. Mm -hmm. And so we just kind of tried it a couple of weeks ago. You biked with dash to go buy a paper from Starbucks and then came back. Cedric and I had made pancakes and we sat at the table. You got to get out the crossword in the New York times magazine. Mm -hmm. I got to read the paper and I just am loving that something that we used to enjoy so much has come back into our lives. And I don't know, even though we're both sitting kind of in our separate worlds, like you doing the crossword and me reading, I just love that we're getting that time together. Mm-hmm. And I I love that we're modeling that for the boys too. Like two things. I love that they're seeing us read a physical paper and just, you know, consume news and all these different things. And then we've been really good about like we sit at the table and they've been pretty good about playing on their own. Really, they have. But if they call for us or something, we say, bring it to us or come tell us, like just kind of making that time sacred. Mm -hmm. Like this is something that for our enjoyment, you can join us at the table if you want. You don't have to be be here, but we're going to be here. Mm -hmm. And I've just been really enjoying that time with you. We've been getting like an hour plus or so. It's been amazing. Yeah. It's been amazing. So there is hope for you listeners with young children out there. I I think your youngest just needs to be at least three and a half. Mm -hmm. Like that's for us anyway, that's when it even started to become a possibility. Mm -hmm. And so now it's just getting where we can kind of depend on that, that they'll play together and whatnot. But anyway, it is a wonderful new chapter. Yeah, for sure. All right. I think that wraps it up. So find us online at loveandmatrimony.com and on Instagram, I am Kels Wharton and Chris is chriswharton77. Mm -hmm. And our email address is heymatrimony at gmail.com. Happy back to school, everybody. And remember to love your honey, not your money. Nailed it.